Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Sophisticated Ignorance, we're back. Another episode, another episode um, here. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys are staying safe out there. hope you guys are actually like wearing masks, you know. Um, it's 10 o'clock and the, uh, the sun is orange. And um, I'm kind of confused on why the sun is orange. Um, I know, I mean, I know why the sun is orange, but it's just, I thought, it, I thought the wildfires would come a little earlier. Since we since Washington is in the drought and we don't have, we haven't had that much rain this summer, but I was I, I was surprised, um, I was surprised and um, yeah. So here we are, we're back, man. A lot of uh, music's coming out, a lot of new music's coming out today, hopefully. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna get to that later. You know, I got my list, top fifteen rappers. I got my list right here. But um, yeah, man. Um, <sighs> I'm tired. I've been really tired as, as of late. Um, my body's finally adjusted from traveling, even though I, that was a week ago. We, I came back, what was it, Thursday? Yeah, it's, it's a week ago. Um, so, yeah, my body's finally adjusted. Uh, my uh, my bowel, my bowel movements have been finally cleared um, because I don't know why traveling does that to you. When I got to Vegas, I don't, and I don't know if this is TMI. It probably is TMI, but when I got to Vegas... Um, it was more of a, I flew in, I kind of, you know, I felt con- like backed up and then I didn't have, I didn't make, a, my bowels didn't move until like that Tuesday, which, you know, I'd have been there for three days. And then the first, the last time my bowel moved before this week was like Monday or Tuesday. So it's been a minute. Um, so I was feeling kind of sick, a little lethargic, and realistically, the whole, it was really just, I was just super dehydrated. So I've been drinking a lot more water as of late, a lot more tea. I'm trying to lay off the juice. I'm trying to be a little more healthier. If I'm not going to work out, at least be as healthy, at least be have healthier eating habits. Um, I also want to make more pasta. I've been saying I want to cook more, but I've just been so just busy. But there's not, that's, no, that's no excuse. If you want to do it, you'll do it no matter what. Um... So yeah, I just been I just been chilling, man. I've been in the cut, getting ready for school. School is gonna be so important for me. It's gonna be vital. Um, I'm excited to go to school. Actually, like I said, you could, like you guys know, and like I said previous previous times on the show, I've wanted to go to school. I tried to go to school three times this past school year, this last school year, and I just and it didn't happen. So three times. Most people would get discouraged. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not discouraged. I just wish it would have happened. So I would just get it out my get it out the way, but there's no time like the present, and um, I would highly recommend taking a gap year for everybody. You know, if you don't know what you want to do necessarily, I know I wanted to go to school, but I didn't know if I really, really wanted to go to school. I didn't know if I wanted to go to school in the beginning, during the you know winter time, or even just during spring, summer. I didn't I didn't know when I wanted to go to school, and you you now that you have the option of picking what you want to do as far as school goes and stuff like that. Um, it is very important to just like, you know, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it because when you were younger as a, as a kid, it's even in high school, you didn't have no option. Like you went to school the beginning of fall, you know what I'm saying? When you get to college and those for you that know college and pretty much everybody knows this, you have an option of, you can go fall, winter, spring, summer. Like you can, you have an option. You have choices to pick. Obviously the further you know, when you start school in the fall, you'll finish, you know, on time and stuff like that. You'll graduate in the spring after you do your two or four years. Um, 
But I don't know, because you could graduate whenever you really, honestly, you can graduate whenever you want to graduate, I think. I'm not 100% sure, but I know if you start like in the summertime, you'll probably graduate like in the summertime of like the next four years or next two years or whatever the case may be. But yeah, I'm just, I'm super excited. Um, getting, I'm getting the stuff done. I'm knocking it down. I'm supposed to meet, talk with the people. Um, I'm very excited though. I'm very, very excited because um, school's going to help me out tremendously with this process of being a broadcaster. I got so many great ideas that I want to share with you guys, share with the world. Um, and I'm just very, very excited, man. You know, usually I'm not as excited with school. I said this before on the show too. High school, I just didn't care. I feel like high school is a social experiment. Um, cause everybody was trying to find their way. Everybody was trying to find out who they want to be in this world and stuff like that. And some folks still don't know. Um, but that's what you use those four years for. You know, you go to school, you party in BS, and you have a good time. But when you're in college, everybody's an adult. And that's what people, my dad was like, people are adults in college. You got people that are, you know, have kids going going to school and so on and so forth. I'm like, what they got to do with me, though? <laughs> what they got to do with me? I'm not worried about what they got going on, and they ain't, ain't worried about what I got going on. So what they got to do with me? Nothing. So I'll just I'm just gonna do my stuff. I'm gonna do my work. You know what I'm saying? If I come across some cool people, I'll link up with some cool people and meet some new people. Which I'm re- that's what I'm really looking forward to. Why I'm excited? I'm probably not gonna go back to school like physically, like on the physical campus. I'll probably do online. I feel like online. Maybe if, if the classes are still open for online, I'll do online. Just cause I don't know if I like. I was a better learner when I when you gave me the assignment and I just did it. You know what I'm saying? When you talk and do all this extra, you know, ring around the rosy, I know it's for a purpose, but everything's so catered to online nowadays with the internet and this technology. So there's no point of me going to the school physically when you could just give me the assignment on the computer and then I could just do it. You know what I'm saying? I would only go in there if I needed to actually go in there. And I was thinking about taking a hybrid class like online, like have math online, but then sometimes I go into the class whenever I have... The, uh, the free time or the, you know, whatever the case may be. And if you hear my mom yelling, I'm so sorry. She's on the phone and she just yells on. She, I don't know what that is. Um, I never do that, you know, because I just use my inside voice when it comes to just talking on the phone or just talking, period. Look. And my older sister gets that, too. She gets from, she gets that from my mom. Um, so I apologize if you guys hear that. Um, do, am I going to change it? Absolutely not, because this is who I am, and this is this is me. But yeah, man, I'm excited for school. School should be excited for me. Um, and, and it's funny when you tell people that you're taking a gap year because people don't understand a gap year. Um, I don't like being burnt out. I don't. I really don't like being burnt out. That was the one thing I was feeling. I was feeling like I was burnt out just from just like school. Not even school. I didn't go to school. But just like, I feel like I wasn't recording enough, you know? I feel like I wasn't recording podcasts enough. I feel like I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. And obviously, you know, with work and stuff like that, I would just be so tired, you know? And, you know, you see on Twitter where these people are like, you work five days a week, you know? You work 40 hours to get um, 48 hours to yourself. And I was like damn, that's a good point. You know what I'm saying? That's not ideal. You know, the ideal, you don't want to just, you know, work 40 hours to get 48 hours off. You know, like that's terrible. Um, And realistically, you don't even get the full 48 hours off because what if you got to go do something else? What if you have another passion or hobby? 
You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, yeah, that, is, that seems like a real scam. And it is a scam. You know, everybody wants to work. Um, people want to work, which is fine. I get it. But also at the same time, I believe in taking breaks. I feel like the ideal work week should be about probably three weeks. I mean, three days. Three weeks. Three days. Ideally, three days. Ideally, three days. You can't even do four. Five is a stretch. That's why people get burnt out. And then 401ks are terrible. You know, when you do the math, you know how, you know how much it takes to, uh, you know how much it costs to raise a human being? It costs six figures. Like, it, to raise an 18-year-old in American society, it takes, that's one, this is one person. I looked it up. It was like 200,000, 200, and like some other number. But 223,000 is what that is. And to me, that's crazy. That's one person. My fam my mom and dad have three three kids. I have me and my two other sisters. So you do the math. You know what I'm saying? So that's just one kid in American society. You don't even know three kids, four kids, people even have five kids, multiple kids, you know? So on and so forth. Five, six, seven, eight, you know? So it's a lot of, it's a lot. It's it is a lot. And to just, and even and then when you retire, you don't even, you can't even live off some of the money that you get. Because obviously, let's say you have a, uh, you retire at 65, right? And ideally, most Americans die, men, males die around 77, which is odd to me. That's the average age um, that American males die. And then the average age that fem- females die is 81. Which is also odd to me. I feel like if you take care of your body and you do what you're supposed to do, um, you're not going to die at 77. I feel like those are like underlying health conditions. You die at 77, you die at 81. Natural causes, you probably die around like late 90s, maybe even early 100s. Like you, That's when you die. I don't feel like you just die um, of natural causes at 77. I've never heard anybody just dying of natural causes at 77. Because what's natural causes, you know? I wouldn't count a heart attack as a natural cause. That's something that like happened, you know. Like people don't people die of heart attacks from whatever age. It's not a natural cause. Um, it can happen, you know what I'm saying. But there's other underlying conditions you have to look at. Oh, how high is your cholesterol? You know, is your um, yeah, just stuff like that. Like, are you eating a lot of bad food, red meats? You know, that's bad for your heart. Are you smoking? Are you? There's so many other things to take into account. When people die at the age of 77. And that's also the average American. Most people I know. Because my, my great grandma. Uh, I'm going to say God rest her soul. She's not dead yet. But she has Alzheimer's. And she's 86. She's lived well past the average age. And my, my great grandma. On my, um, on my mom's dad's side. Is 96. And she still moves around. Great. Healthy. But I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And also, when I, I was just thinking about this this week, I was just like, people are tired, you know? And people are like, well, you haven't done anything. Uh, you're just tired. Sometimes you're just, your body, you're just tired. And I feel like when older folks say that they're tired, I feel like they're more ready to go. Then, you know, they're, they're ready to go. Like, if, if you're 97 saying you're tired and there's nothing wrong with you, like, you don't have no, you, know, you don't, blood sugar's good, no diabetes, no, you know... No high, not, no high cholesterol, like, 
and you're just tired, like, you're just tired, like, you're ready to go at that point, you know, and, which, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of sad saying that, you know, like, I'm tired, I just want to, you know, lay down, not be bothered with, um, your will to live, that doesn't mean you, I mean, and me and my uh, family were talking about this, it was like, it's suicide if you're saying that you want to die, I'm like, it's not suicide, I don't think it's suicide, this is what my younger sister was arguing, and I was like, I don't think it's suicide. I think your will to live just goes away. Sooner or later, your will to live goes away. Um, suicide is like something's wrong. You don't want to live no more. That's not the same as your will to live naturally. It just goes away. Sometimes your body just runs its course. Like your body is a machine. You know, whatever you believe in, it, your soul, if you believe in God, then you believe in the soul. So your soul is what drives it. You know what I'm saying? Your soul is, is the light. But if your body can only take so much, you know what I'm saying? Think of it as like a battery. Think of it as like a remote. A remote control. A remote control can be as old as dirt. But if the batteries are still good, the batteries are still good. You know what I'm saying? But the, the, the remote's starting to chip. The paint's starting... The, um, the paint, the coat's starting to wear off on the remote. Buttons are starting not, not to work no more. But the batteries are still fine. You put the, take the batteries out, you put them in a different remote, the batteries work 100%. That's how I think of it, the human body sometimes. It's a it's a it's a remote control, it's a machine, it's a it's a it's a well-oiled one when we're younger. When the older you get, the more your body starts to break down, so on and so forth. And that's just the natural evolution of just human beings in just life period. But your soul is the battery. So you could take out the, you know, once you pass to the pass on, the batteries is gone. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's the end of that. Your body can only take so much. And I believe your soul goes somewhere else. I don't know where your soul goes. I don't know. Um, yeah. So I just think people that say that they're tired, they're older, they're ready to go. Which is fine, you know. It's just sad. I don't even want to be, I just want to make this a sad thing, you know what I'm saying? But or just, it's, just a real, it's just a reality that everybody has to face sooner or later. But um, yeah, man. Yeah, what what is this? I ripped out two pages. I thought I ripped out just the one. No, I ripped out two pages. Whatever. But um, yeah, did you guys watch the um, for my for my New York heads out there that listen to New York music? Do you, did you guys listen to um, or watch the verses versus Dipset and the Locks? Crazy, crazy. If I had my soundboard, I would you know give a round of applause to the Locks. But shout out to the Locks, man. Shout out to Dipset too. Um, but it wasn't even close. The locks got them on that for sure. Um, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was good energy. Um, the music was good. You know, um, they performed. I, I feel like, you know, if you're dipset and people were like, um, and even just watching the performance for a brief moment because I had other things to do, they, um, you could tell the locks tour. Like they tour musically. They know what they're doing. They're coordinated. They're organized. Like that's a big thing as far as just like presence on stage. Like you gotta know what you're talking about. You gotta know what you're doing. I feel like the dipset just came in was like, okay, we're ready to rock. But and that's fine. And the locks in the in dipset is a good like you know what I'm saying. It's good. It's good to like you know those. Are, it's not it's not it's not a bad matchup. You know it's not a bad matchup, but. At the same time, if you become more prepared and you come, you know, what songs that you're going to hit them with, you know, what you're going to say, 
it's when, it, when it's scripted, it's more polished, obviously, and people are gonna go with the more polished work. And I get, um, we were in the group chat talking about it. I said the locks is better because one of my homeboys didn't know what who Dipset was, nor the locks. And I was like, listen to the locks. The locks are better. And then my boy, my homeboy was like, nah, they're not. I don't know about that. And I was like, well, Jada Kiss is better than everybody in the Dipset. It's better than everybody in Dipset. And then he was like, um, Jada Kiss, kiss my you know what. And I was just like, whatever. So that tells me he's not a real music guy. If you're saying Jada Kiss can kiss, you, you, kiss your you know what and just disregard the locks. Dipset have more cuts, radio cuts. But as far as street cuts and... What people are going to talk about is a better record. The Locks had that on lock for sure. No, and I'm not trying to disrespect or disregard Dipset. Dipset is actually a great group. Cameron, Karap, Jules, Jim Jones, eh, whatever. But um, everybody has that whatever guy in the group. Um, NWA that was Yella and Easy E for the some majority of the time. I say Easy E because Easy E didn't write his rhymes, so you know he was just there. Um, you know he spoke when he needed to. But the real rappers were Ren and Ice Cube. Um, the Locks, Sheik. And I, and I think Sheik can rap, but he's just not on par with Styles P and Kiss. So, and the same goes for, um, is it Jim Jones or is it Jules? Jules is in jail. Jim Jones is not in jail. And then it's Cameron. Cameron can rap for sure. But, um, yeah, man. It was a good show, good performance. Shout out to both those guys. Obviously, the locks, you know, did, did the damn thing. They did what they're supposed to do. Um, but here's my list, man. My list. I, I wanted to keep this one short, short and sweet. Because it was more, it was supposed to be more music-based. And then I got super philosophical about life and death and stuff like that. I'm sorry for those of you that, you know, don't like listening to that type of stuff. Because that stuff is scary, you know. That stuff is like, oh my God, who wants to hear about that all the time? Especially when you're so young. I'm 19 years old. And I think about life and death all the time. It's just a reality I have to face. But, and everybody has to face that reality. Anyways, we're done talking about that. So, you know, and you, and you learn off experience and you live off experience and stuff like that. So, that's how you know about life and death and just people. People around you will t- tell you about life and death and stuff like that, you know. Anyways, these are my top 15 rappers. I wanted to get to 20, but I couldn't, I couldn't find a way to get to 20. Um, I couldn't even think of 20 people. Now, usually when I come out with a list like this, I I forgot one dude, but he might not be on the list like that. But anyway, uh, he's around. He's he's hovering that that sixteen to twenty. Um, the guy I'm thinking about is fabulous, but I I didn't put Fab on the top fifteen. But he doesn't get enough respect either. But um, these are my guys. These are my top fifteen. So I got I'm a, I'm gonna break it down in fives, increments of five. So I got I got Hove, so I got Jay-Z, Tupac, Ice Cube, Big, B Smalls, Notorious. Then I got Rock Him. Now, those are the five. And that from six to fifteen, you can change it. I feel like those guys are interchangeable. But well, maybe a few of them aren't interchangeable. But the top five is just that's that's that is solidified as like, you know, what I think is my my favorite rappers, you know. Um as far as just like top five goes, you know, and I, and the one thing about people are going to hear this list and be like, Biggie is better than Ice Cube. Biggie didn't have enough albums out. 
You know, I can pull from I can I can pull twenty songs from Ice Cube if we're doing that the verses that that format. I can pull twenty songs from Ice Cube, and Ice Cube has three classic albums in my opinion. In my opinion, the three classic albums is the War and Peace album, but it's the War side, America's Most Wanted, and Death Certificate. Those are my three classics from Ice Cube. Obviously, Biggie got just the two. If you want to, you know, he's got the two. It was Life After Death. And then, uh, what was the other one? I can't think of I got to look it up. I got to look it up because I, I can't remember off the top of my head. It is, that's not what I wanted to do. Notor B.I.G. The big Notorious, he was 300 pounds. I mean, he was, he was like 6'4". You're not supposed to be that big, though. Life After Death and then Ready to Die. That's okay, Ready to Die and Life After Death. I don't know why people name these albums like that. Ready to Die and Life After Death? Uh, you don't live so long. Anyways, um, yeah, so those, it's just two classic albums and Ice Cube got three of them, you know? And, and I'm a fan of Big. And, but I never understood the argument like, oh, Big's better than Pac. Big will never be better than Tupac ever, you know? And everybody's like, what well, the impact he had? I'm like, Biggie and Tupac were the same, around the same age when they both passed away. You can't sit up here and argue that with me. You can't argue that with me. I, uh, Tupac put out, because the seven day theory was out. Not, it wasn't out, but it was done by the time he passed away. I think he came out like in November and he got done recording in August. So he had the master and stuff like that. So. That was already that already came out, right? That was Seven Day Theory, and that's from the Machiavelli, uh, Niccolo Machiavelli. For those of you that don't know, that's why I got the name Machiavelli, Seven Day Theory, because Niccolo Machiavelli faked his death for twenty years and he came back. That's why people thought Tupac was still alive because of that whole, you know, the correlation between the two. But I don't, you know, and Niccolo Machiavelli was a, philo- a philosopher and he was a prophet, quote unquote. Um. So yeah. Same with Tupac, a philosopher and a prophet, quote unquote. But um, if that's if that's what you believe in, but yeah, Jay Z's number one because Jay Z's been around in his thirteen number one albums. You know that's crazy. You know you only hear that with like rock groups and stuff like that. Jay Z's done that as a rapper. Pac, you know Pac's impact is far and wide. When you get your own hologram at what was it Coachella, you're good. Ice Cube, Ice Cube. I got put on the Ice Cube before I got put on the any before. I was put on the Drake. The first three artists I was put on was Drake and Jay-Z. I listened to Ice Cube in the fifth grade. I got put on with Ice Cube. And I was like, Ice Cube is the greatest rapper I've ever heard. Then around seventh grade, I've heard Biggie, but I wasn't just paying attention. I didn't listen to a whole lot of Tupac, though. My mom's more of a, um, a New York. I mean, she likes Tupac, but she listened to more New York artists and stuff like that. Hence why, I mean, Drake's from Canada, but, you know, you know, he's from that area. Toronto's right there by New York, so East Coast. My mom's more of East Coast. My dad's more of West Coast. But, um, so yeah, I got put on Ice Cube. And then Big, and obviously Rock came. I got put on the Rock came around, what, eighth grade? Yeah, because that's, that's when I listened to uh, Paid in Full, Eric B. and Rock Kim. And my dad would play Rock Him. He would play the older Rock Him, though, like the Seventh Seal Rock Him. That's when he put out those, that type of that album. And I like that album. I mean, I only like two songs from that album, so I can't sit up here and say I like that album. But I only like two songs. But Rock Him could rap. We're not going to discredit anything he's done in the past. Rock Him could rap. 
you know. And then okay, so those that's the top five. That top five is not we're not budging that top five. That that top five is not budging. Um six is Eminem. Six through ten is Eminem, Wayne, DMX, God Rest of Soul, LL Cool J, and Nas. You're gonna think Nas should be higher. Nas is not better than any of those guys I listed. We're moving on. Um not I take that back. Nas is Nas. People are going to argue the fact that he won a Pulitzer Prize, and that's very important to win a Pulitzer Prize. But when you, but when you don't put out music, that's a problem. You know, it's hard to stay relevant. Ho said it. He was like, it's a one hot album, hot album every 10 years. That's not a good average. You should not average every, a good album every 10 years, um, which is fine. You know what I'm saying? Do what you want. But I'm just saying, if you want to be up there with the upper echelon, these guys have put out albums. DMX put out three number one albums three years in a row. Three years in a row. DMX was hotter than fish grease. Hotter than fish grease in a row. It wasn't like in a, in a row. In a row. When I say from, it was, it was, it's dark and hell's hot. Flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. And then there was X, those three albums, number one albums. Number one albums. I'm mad at Def Jam, you know, got over on him, but that's not him reading the fine print, and not and no one telling him that no one, you know, no one's gonna help you do that stuff. But anyway, um, LL Cool J, you know what I'm saying? That's my guy. My dad loves LL Cool J. My dad, if I show my dad this list, he thinks LL Cool J should be in the top five. Um, he'll probably take out Ice Cube and put LL Cool J and Ice Cube. They would probably swap places for him. I, you know, LL Cool J is good. He's great. Uh, Nas is great too, but he's just not. He's just to me, and 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 as a Jay Z fan, I don't like Nas because he, you know, that whole back and forth and stuff like that. And who was better? Everybody knew Jay Z was better, and Jay Z had a better diss song than Ether. He actually, you know, Jay, you know, obviously Nas said the more, you know, crazier stuff and stuff like that. But you know, it's like a fight. Are, are you looking at the haymakers that connect? Or are you looking at the whole fight? If you're just looking at the haymakers, then obviously Nas won. But if you're looking at the whole body of work and what I and what I do, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And when your mom makes you apologize for saying super, for for super ugly, that's not even like people don't even know about that this that diss track. You know, he he had to apologize. His mom made him apologize to Nas. So that's how you know you went overboard. And you know. And everybody was like, oh, he was just reaching. Jay-Z was just reaching. I'm like, but he had the better... Those two songs are better than Ether, to my, in my opinion, as far as music goes. And, I, and Ether's a great diss song. But you see where they're at in their careers. We'll just say that. We'll leave it at that. Okay, so 11 through 15. I got uh, K-Dot, which is Kendrick Lamar. I got J. Cole. And I feel bad. I got Jadakiss at 13, KRS-1 at 14, and I got Drake at 15. And I'm a Drake fan. I'm a Drake fan. I'm a certified fanboy of Drake. You know what I'm saying? I'm a certified fanboy of Drake. I'm waiting for him to drop Certified Lover Boy. I cannot wait for that to come out. But um, I'm a fan of Drake. But I, you know, I I had him higher on the list. But I was like, he ain't better as a rapper goes. He'll he'll be top. He'll probably be in the top ten when it's all said and done. When Drake's done. He'll probably be in the top 10. And people are not going to agree with that. Or he'll be close to the top 10. He'll be close. You know? And it's hard to argue. That's a great list. 
you can't be mad at the placement of any of those guys on the list. Maybe Nas is a little too low for some folks, but I'm I'm not a huge Nas fan. You know what I'm saying? Why listen to Nas when I got Jay-Z? You know what I'm saying? It's like, and that's why that's why Jadakiss is so low. Because I got DMX to listen to. And, and I know you can't compare the two, because two, you know, two different rap styles and stuff like that. But when you're growing up in the same time, who's the better artist? Who's the bigger artist? People would have 50 Cent on this list. I would not. 50 Cent is top fit, top 20. You know what I'm saying? And most of this list is New York. We're gonna, we're gonna, I'm going to name also all the New York guys. So Jay-Z's New York, Tupac's New York. Even though he repped the West Coast, he's from New York. Um, Jay-Z, Pac, Big, Rakim, DMX, LL Cool J, Nas, Kiss, KRS-One. I think KRS-One's from New York. Let me, look, let me double check that, though. Let me double check that real quick. So that is a uh, KRS one. That's not what I wanted to do. Shout out to KRS one two. His name's what is his name? Lawrence. If your name, if I should, Lawrence Chris Parker. Ah, uh, makes sense. Damn, bro. Can I? Oh yeah, he's from he's from the Bronx, New York City. He's from New York. So, yeah. So, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I got nine guys. So, a good portion, uh, majority of the list is New York. It's New York cats. You know what I'm saying? And um, and then the top, and then from that, from then that, from that point on, it's probably still New York. I was going to put Kanye on here. But Kanye's not really a rapper like that. Kanye got three great. He got he got classic albums. You know he could just pull them out his you know what and have classics, classics, and classics. But to me, I'm thinking about rap. Like Drake came in as a rapper. Obviously now he's more of a hip hop artist and stuff like that. But Drake came in as a rapper. Like he can rap. Drake can still rap. KRS One obviously Kiss. You know Kiss is one of my favorite. He's so underappreciated. You know underappreciated. But because um, Kiss, and especially looking at that, the the locks, you know, looking at that that whole battle, you know what I'm saying? Like Kiss is for sure. Like you know, you're like mm. he was he 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 set the tone early. He was the one that threw the first jab. He's like, I'm gonna set the tone. Um, but yeah, that that's my list, man. And if you you know you're listening to this episode, please you know. Let me know if my list is... But most people aren't rap fans. I can talk about music all day. I love music so much. And please suggest me new music and stuff like that. I'm not going to listen to that hot garbage y'all call music. I'm just not going to listen to it. You know, I appreciate... I appreciate... I appreciate... I appreciate, you know, the new sound of music and stuff like that. Because it's not really music. It's not, I mean, it's, it's not really music to me. It's more alternative... Um, it's more alternative hip hop. It doesn't belong in a genre. It's just alternative. That's just the music scene. It's more just alternative. You know what I'm saying? And you know, real rap will always survive. If anything, Benny the Butcher is like the epit- the Griselda Boys is the epitome of like real rap will always survive. Period. No matter what, you could try to change it up and make it you know hip you know hip hop and alternative and stuff like that. But guess what? Real rap will always survive. No matter what, it will always survive. I can go back and listen to 
the Carter Two. If any of these albums, these guys' classic albums that came out, and all these guys have classic albums. If any of these guys' classic albums came out today, there wouldn't be none of these new new age rappers. There would be no new age rapper. You wouldn't even be because you listen to real rap, and I feel like everybody would be a better. They would understand why old heads and just music heads like this. I got appreciate and will die hard over this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Now, I appreciate the new age of music and stuff like that, but also at the same time, we got to call a spade a spade. Like, there will be nothing, there's nothing like back then. You know, most of these classic albums came out in the 90s, in the 80s and the 90s. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a long time ago. It's a long time ago. That's almost 40 years ago. That's 40, that's 40 years ago. These guys had classic albums 40 years, transcends generations, you know, so 30 and 40 years ago. So, you know, that's crazy. That was so long ago. Um, and rap and rap came out, what was it? Um, rap's 50-something years old. Rap's not that old. Rap is young still. Rap's still young. Like, it's not, it's not that old, you know? Um, so it's, it's good to see, you know, new age of music and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, man, I, but I appreciate the new, I, I appreciate the new music. I appreciate the new music, you know, if, if I was, if I wanted to be in the music business and I, and I do, I want to have more of a music, I thought about changing the podcast to be more music uh, centered just a little bit. Um, cause I just, I'm just so, I grew up listening to music. The first music I was listening to was like Jill Scott, you know, Erica Badu, um, Lauren Hill, like I was listening to R and B. I wasn't really listening to rap. So when I got turned on to rap, I just became I had to know everything about it. I had to know who was the first guy that, you know, you know, brought it up. And honestly, R and B is rap is R and B. You know, rap is R and B. And um a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people just think rap's rap. I'm like, that's why rap is so trash now, because there's no type of structure to it. I think the I, I mean the new music's cool. It's supposed to evolve into this, but it's starting to get back to the real rap. If the real rappers came back outside and was like, "We're going for real spit," obviously the new I'm not listening because da, 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 da. I'm like, yeah, because you guys don't appreciate what happened, what, what, what what came from it. These new guys that you're listening to came from that. You know what I'm saying? These are these are their big homies. Like Dave East, real rap, but Dave East don't get the uh, recognition and the respect he deserves because it's real rap, and not everybody listens to real rap. People are listening to more of the beats than anything because people just want to dance. People don't want to listen to music. They don't want to listen to the words. Music is the beats, the drums, the synths, all that stuff. Eight oh eights, the melodies, whatever the the harps, the strings, whatever you want, you know, so on and so forth. But the song is the lyrics, the lyrical content. Like, and if we're talking about lyricists, I have to really break that. I have to go to back and like look at that list because Royce would be on here, um, Joe Budden would be on here for sure. Um, pretty much a lot of guys from Slaughterhouse would be on here. So I, you know, but that's Slaughterhouse not a real thing anymore. But yeah. That's my list, y'all. That's my list. I was like I said, I was gonna keep this short and sweet for you guys. Um, it might not seem like it, but if you guys enjoyed this episode, please, you know, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. Share with your friends and family. Share with your peoples. 
It helps me out tremendously. Um, and yeah, like I said, if you guys agree with my list or disagree with my list, let me know something. You know, give me new music suggestions. Hit my DMs. My DMs is always open. Um, you know, Instagram, York, DS, Y-O-R-K, D-E-E-S-Z. And with that being said, this has been Sophisticated Ignorance. It's been a pleasure talking to you guys. It's your boy Slim, Fly Guy D-Y, DS York, and I'm out. Holla at y'all later. Peace.